0: I'm here at
1: Ngātiawa Social and Health Services or Te Tohu o Te Ora o Ngātiawa. It's the only Māori health service of its kind in the Eastern Bay of Plenty. They service Whakatane, Apotiki, Kawerau and out towards Taniatua. The area itself is steeped in history and the designs of the architecture reflect those stories.
0: When you step into our main office, you're getting karakia bestowed upon you spiritually and you're getting your karanga.
1: Here maya harawera works with KAYAD, or Community Action on Youth and Drugs. It's a role that, at times, is pretty tough going.
0: We work at the community level and whatever we do and the changes that we make at the community level we try and promote will have a trickle-down effect. So, for example, the, the what's trending in our rural areas in this area just to give you an example, um, the number one place our kids are accessing drugs and alcohol in the rural areas um, is from our uripa.
1: Tonight, Tiahika is in Fakatane with Herymaya Harawera.
0: Itipo ake a hau kei kona i waenganui te hapuri o o o o Fakatane irarua te maru o ngatiawa. Engari, atu so, itera he udi te nei no tauranga moana a ita taha o toku papa. Uh, ko mārama te mau mau nga uh, tānganga te moana uh, oh, ngai te rangi te iwi, ngā iwi, na po te hapu, tama te marai, tama te tangata kohere mai haruata tu ingoa, ko māka haruata tu tu papā.
1: Yakuira rangatira manai mai hara mai ano o nga wahanga ko Justin Murray, Ahoi. Every morning, the staff at Ngāti Awa Social and Health Services start their day off with karakia and waiata. Perhaps not uncommon for a Māori organisation, but Maya says it's about ensuring staff start their day off the right way. And the song lessons help to build up their repertoire.
0: Mai, uh, so, yeah, well, while it is about karakia, it's really about coming together in the morning just to see each other, just to celebrate what's happened over the weekend, whose son made the first 15, whose daughter made the whatever-whatever. His whatever. birthday it yeah, is. whose birthday the... <laughs> us, like you heard today. Yeah, 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 we had a birthday, even though it was uh, yesterday. Nice. Uh, we'll, sing, we'll, we'll, we'll still sing uh, Hari Huri Tau to whoever.
1: Hire grew up in Fakatani, but has connections to Tauranga Moana on his father's side. We take a walk around the buildings. He explains the landscape and describes them as spiritual cues. The site was used as a training ground by Chief Irapeke during the land wars.
0: Te pahitau o Irapeke, ko Irapeke te tipu na honongahia i a mātou ki tēnei wahitapu. He wahitapu kia Ngātiawa, it's a significant area to Ngātiawa. Irapeke is there to greet you. Uh, in the old days, this was like, um, for want of a word, boot camp. So we were allies with uh, Ngati Ngātiporau, whānau apunui, whakatauhea. And um, what used to happen in the... We used to go over and help our whānau over in the tainui and the land Walls. And what the tipuna, well, our ancestors from down the coast there used to do is come here to this place. And Irāpeke was known for his battle strategies. He was one of the few Ngatiawa tipuna that could put out the call across the motu, and people would come to fight alongside him simply because, yeah, they had heard that they were... They believed they'd be safe under his guidance. But um, what they used to do... the Our coasty whānau used to come here and Irāpeke would host them. They'd come here, they'd table their strategies to go over and help the whānau and he'd look through them. They'd get him to sort of look through their strategies and he'd say, yep, that's paitera, no, that's not good. Maybe you do this, maybe you try that. Mm -hmm. So um, basically what they did, and part of that was to whakafanaungatanga, these iwi that would come together, would get to know each other. Um, They'd prepare themselves spiritually, mentally, physically um, for battle. And um, that is exactly why we built here because, in this day and age, that's exactly what we're doing now as practitioners. We come here, we whanongatanga. We have yeah. two hoi ho water here, we have two, uh, two toa ki toa, kikawere ho water. So, all these iwi are coming together. So, that's the same as what they used to do in the old days. We prepare ourselves spiritually, as I said, through karakia. Uh, physically, even though it's low impact, we do waiata arenga and that prepares us a hinengaro. But um, at the end of the day, you know, yeah, we're doing the same things as our tipuna did hundreds of years ago. It's just that the goal's changed. gone so the total opposite, we're here to promote health and wellbeing for our whanau, which is the total opposite of what our tipuna, but the essence of what we're doing here is the same. So this building here is called Ma Reia, and Ma Reia is the name of Eel's Whare his home up in the tenth heavens. So in Ngātiawa history in other histories um there are twelve heavens, but in Ngātiawa we have ten. The guardian of Matangire is Rehua Ariki. So every every um every heaven has a up upper row or, or a guardian. So that's our guardian there, Rehua Ariki. And of course this is like built like a waharoa. Um Ma is there. So in Matangire that's where the, the baskets of knowledge came from, Te Waipuna Araki, and that's the name of our early childhood centre. So Te Waipuna is where supposedly, well, yeah, Tāne um, retrieved the baskets of knowledge. It's a puna next to Rangiātea. Rangiātea is the name of Eos farenui in Mātangirea. Because that's the source of our knowledge for our tamariki, we called it Te Waipuna Araki, or Mātangirea. Mātangirea. Uh, that's Tefore Tapere. There was an area in Matangirea where Eel used to frolic. Let's say it was his man cave, I don't know. <laughs> but that's where he used to relax, and that's why we do our karakia and stuff in there. That's where we go to sit down on the floor and connect with our whenua. So you walk into Matangirea, you turn right, you turn left. So we've tried to, you know, create our own heaven. And just I'll just show you one other. Yep. Queue. So that's another queue there. So, Ngāti Awa has uh, Te Pō So, this is our logo here. We have four po. So, not to take away from Mason Jewry's top of farm model, but it, that's Mason Jewry's. And I think that's what sometimes our government misses they decide to blanket us as Māori with one model when actually we are unique in our own right and we have our own teachings within our own iwi there's f- five ribs you'll see there, one, two, three four, five those re- and five on the other side, those represent oh! the ten heavens, it's glass so we can see it, it well, needs a bit of a clean but so we have our four po so if you look in here
1: yes, in the entrance yep, way
0: you see two marekura and there's one with her eyes closed and one with her mouth open so, what do you think she might be doing? The one with her eyes closed?
1: Crying? No? Sleeping?
0: Not? A, no, Carl. You mean the? F- with yeah. What her eyes do you think? Closed? Yeah. What do you think she might be doing with her eyes closed? Dreaming? Close? Enoy. Mm. She's doing karakia. Oh, karakia. right, yeah, karakia. And what about the one with her mouth open? What do you think she's doing? Karanga. No, karanga. So short of us hiring a queer to sit here all day. And karanga, everybody that comes through the door, ah, When you step into our main office, you're getting karakia bestowed upon you, spiritually, and you're getting your karanga. Oh, okay. Hey, now this is your waharoa. You come into our main entrance, you step in karakia, yeah. and you get your karanga. Karanga not only karanga is really for the spiritual side. Hey, karanga, the kai karanga is the the, the hononga tangata, the Oh, do a keep that oh hunga order. You know, so Spiritual it's not television. actually the karanga is not actually there for you, it's for your tipuna that come with you in your car. It's the same concept as you know when you go onto a Marae. If you don't have a Kai Karanga, then I've got to leave Taifu Kaya and my Tipuna in, in the car park. So that's the importance of having a Kai karanga, So an acknowledgement of that, you can bring your Tipuna with you.
1: Community Action Youth and Drugs or KED is about helping steer young people away from a life of drugs and alcohol. According to the program's brief, KED coordinators run inspiring and innovative ways to work within their communities. Hedi Meyer explains what sorts of issues they are facing in Fakathani.
0: The key part of that is community action. So we don't actually work with the youth. So even though it's community action on youth, we focus on the communities and the communities could be the, the council could be the country and western club, it could be the sports clubs. That's what I mean by community. Yeah. So we don't actually work with the youth. We work at the community level, and whatever we do and the changes that we make at the community level we try and promote will have a trickle-down effect onto our kids. Yeah. So, for example, the, the, what's trending in our rural areas in this area, just to give you an example, um, the number one place our kids are accessing drugs and alcohol in the rural areas um, Is from our urupa From our urupa Yep So our kids know And if you go around A lot of our rural areas Or a lot of our urupa They have a bottle cymetries. of something Yeah in our cemeteries So
1: that's what the f- Just putting it out there The whanau put that there As a way to oh, recognise that grief Well it's Oof. a grief
0: it's a, it's a grieving It's It's, it's well, totally different from a, putting a rattle on a baby's headstone, but at the end of the day, if you drill down, it's about grieving. That's what they used to do. I mean, the bottles of whisky used to be card groups. They they had a card group on a Friday night, and one of their whānau passed away, and they used to have a social drink of whisky. So they can going to put a deck of cards and a bottle of whisky on the headstone, thinking that it's safe. But, you know, when our kids are depressed and suicidal, those things that keep you and I out of the urupā and taking things are just fly out the window. So I found this out because I had a holiday program and um, a young girl was blowing bubbles through a a methamphetamine pipe, a glass pipe with a bulb and she thought it was a bubble blower. She said, oh I got it from the urupa. And then I realised because it was full and it had a lighter next door to it. So she sort of put me onto the, so I've got to find out where kids are accessing and then I go to the community. This is the community in action. I go to the marae. So I've been to most of our marae just to say, hey, this is what's happening. There are things that are being left in our uripa that are not safe for our kids, you know. and that's the community action. So they might put a sign up and say, don't leave that. So I've just created community action to reduce the impact, so the kids will turn up and um, there's nothing in there. The scariest thing for me is because one of the harms of uh, alcohol and drugs is, is suicide, is whakamomori, and that's, uh, that's what I'm getting involved in a lot. Because they do want to talk, so it's not a good ingredient when you're depressed. You're in an urupa and there's a bottle of whiskey next to you. We go to the community around wherever that alcohol. so of course our marae because marae, we don't have um, a caretaker like a mainstream you know cemetery. They've got a paid person paid by taxes and whatnot, but it's just us, you know we don't we just yell across the urupa, yeah, you're, you're, You know your whanau's nose turned to mow, and it works. The brief is to just mow the lawns and take the clippings. It's not to go around and start taking things, even though it's illicit. And the nine times out of ten, those kids are disconnected from those values and beliefs. A lot of our, a lot of our queer and our Karoa, like in these rural areas, they're the on the they're the last port of call for a lot of our kids that are urban, and they've been bounced around, and the parents they end up in you know in protection or all that sort of stuff. They end up going to stay with nanny way, way out in the Wop Wops so they've, they've got an urban way of thinking, When they, all they see is alcohol um, but you'll see, that's the mentality of youth one of their friends crashes into a power pole, they'll go and leave a can of Codies at the bottom of as, and some flowers I think that's a marim. it's worse than gang concentrated areas because our kids know when there's a hui a tangi, an or, or yeah, yeah, an unveiling, uh, a funeral, or a um, anniversary of a gang member's death. Um, so the kids know that more often than not, the gangs will be there to have a couple, and more often they'll not they'll leave a stiny on every you know headstone um, of their mates. And I've found cigarettes and ashtray, you know, just because they used to sit on the doorstep and have a cigarette or anybody in general, I mean. Um, I've found bullets, yeah Tin, tinnies on um, headstone so this is in my research around um, thing but you, you yeah I, I suppose it just it doesn't resonate with people until I tell them and then they think about it and they realize that in their own eye but it's sort of in your blind spot if you don't know about it it's just in your blind spot it's just something on the thing but when our kids are unwell and they know where they can get something for free there's no supervision, you don't need no ID. You know, they sort of thing. that's how resilient our kids are sometimes, to their detriment. But this is, these are the sorts of things, and that's what K, you know, community action on youth and drugs. Drugs is so I'm on the national drug policy um, um, committee, so we help get the um, synthetics taken off the shelves. Sadly, they're coming back again. They'll be coming back with a vengeance. They'll be finding other ways. There's a black market of them still around. But um, you know, these guys. Because it's such big money, it's worth worth it to them to find ways and loopholes to um, get around the rules in uh, that. But um, yeah, that's that's community action on youth and drugs. I've mentioned it to other whānau and they've, and, and they've sort of clicked and on. You know, I've seen. Oh, but. Yeah, it's just been a couple of instances, but enough for us to understand or realise that it is an issue. You know, it is an issue. It's not a major issue, but it is something, yeah. and it is a way that our kids um, we need to block up that gap, um, just to take that away from them. Because nine times out of ten, there's alcohol in the system of someone who's you know under who has committed. Yeah, whakamomori, There's, there's um, alcohol in there, so it is a yeah, it is something that's an issue. They sort of go hand in hand. But because um, it's tough for our kids these days to grow up, you know, more more than when I grew up. Okay, there were only two there was only two brands of beer when I was growing up in the seventies. was brown, Lion Brown and Waikato. And there was only two brands of smokes really, Paul Moore and Marlborough. But now, you know, you've got twenty different brands of alcohol, you know, then you've got twenty brands of cigarettes, so it's a lot tougher for the kids these days. There's so much more temptations around. It's really hard for our youth to navigate through, you know. Um, we're born the same physiologically, but again, it comes back to environment. The environment that our kids are in today is totally different to the environment that I was growing up in. So there you go. We need to pay attention to the environment. So part of k 2 is to modify environments, create positive environments. That's what we do around the environment stuff. I mean, um, like, you know, I took a big boxes of peanuts to our rugby clubs, you know, uh, one time, just and asked them, can you just put a bowl of peanuts in the changing rooms? Because I know that's all we look forward to after the game was the box of beer in the middle, only because there was no food. So I've just modified, I've pro- provided some food. And it might be they grab a thing of peanuts, you know, but I said, can you just every Saturday just put one bowl in that you're creating in a space so that, oh yeah, like I say, ahako he you know, but it's it's just changing their mindsets. You know
1: about you don't have to have a drink. Hetty Meyer is also calling for aspirin or Panadol ads to be pulled from the airwaves.
0: Or well, what the kids were saying to me is, if you've got a mummy, if you have a lolly, you're going to feel better. Some of the kids said, if you're sad, if you have a pineapple lump, you're going to feel better. And then we put it in a, a, a family context. So mum's got new, uh, arthritis. So this is arthritis. The storyline is dad's playing cricket with the kids on the beach and dad's whacking the ball everywhere. So they say to mum, come, on, come and play, come and help us. How does she become part of that whānau? She takes a drug. It shows her taking the pill. But the worst, well not the worst part of it, but the most powerful part of it is they hug at the end. And for our kids that are dying and longing for that family and they yearn for that family to be together, that's such a powerful, drugs can make our family happy. So, all I'm saying is that, yeah, that's why we, well, we, we only had 36 signatures, but it was taking the kids on the journey about legislation. But um, <clears throat> that's what I mean. When you're five years old, that's where your mind is developing. And when you get put in front of a TV and you're seeing those messages, because they only see one layer of an ad, they don't see yeah. the many layers as an adult would see, like you need to take it three times a day, um, you need to have food. Adults see five layers, they just see the face value. Mama, pineapple lump or a drink and you 'll feel better and it 's going to happen in one and a half minutes and like I am saying we 're teaching our kids to to take drugs so community action would have been if we got discipline ads or medication ads taken off which was never going to happen because government get too much money from it um, just I, I just imagine all the the kids that wouldn't be getting those you know those vibes. When I was growing up, we weren't allowed to drink on my family until I got a job. You know, that's what Dad said, and I stood to those values, and, you know, he wouldn't let us drink, so the drinking age back then was 20. Um, anyway, but um, so we've lost that time period from 5 to 20 to intervene. Yeah. Now we've only got from 5 till 9 or 12, because our kids are drinking, having cigarettes from 5 to 9, getting a cigarette in their hand. They're drinking between 5, 9, 10, 11, 12. Um, having sex, 10, 11, 12. You know, so we've, we've lost that long period that we used to have to intervene. We've only got this much time to in, you know, intervene and prevent our kids because once they get, once you've learnt your coping skills, it's, it's tough to. Uh, the last part of my yeah, small part, the part that I do do with kids is to, um, is like a, in a mentoring role. I do some leadership um, stuff with them but mentoring, stepping into their um, dad's shoes you know, for want of a word just to show them that there are positives. the young boys that I do engage with um, yeah, because it's 99% um, community stuff but the 1% I do engage with the kids is our young boys and 9 times out of 10, yeah, their dads are not present um, and from a spiritual point of view and the families that I work with You have your dad, you have your mum, you have your 16-year-old daughter, you have your 14-year-old boy and a baby. That's pretty much the whanau's around here. So when dad goes to jail, spiritually, that puts the whole whanau out of sync. And I'm not saying our mums can't do it, but in this case, dad loses his mana because he's gone to jail, he can't provide. So he loses his mana. Everyone's got to move up a run on the ladder. Mum's got to step into dad's role now. She works from three to 11 cleaning classrooms now because he's lost his income she's got to work from 11 to 7 in the morning cleaning offices so she loses her mana but the worst thing is she's away from the family she disconnects from the three kids because she's away from three in the afternoon till seven in the morning so she stepped into dad's role then the 16 year old steps into mum's role she's got to cook got to clean got to get the kids off to school babysit so she loses her mana and then the 14-year-old boy, the one that I work with, well, society, what they say to to him is, bro, you're the man of the family. And part of that, dealing with that pressure, is to drink. But all I'm saying is that I'm not saying every 14-year-old, but that's what we say to him. You're the man of the family. OK, what does the man of the family do? His only role model has been a drug dealer, in the gangs, alcohol, you know. That's his only role model, so yeah. that's all he knows. So part of k is to step into Dad's boots, you know, um and show them that you no know, it's not the case not all all do that sort of thing
1: well thank you hit him for your it all kia ora
0: tēnā koe tēnā quit.
2: this language is beautiful language of our blood it speaks language without any words Father, to give us a glimpse of who we really are. I'm talking about Moko, I'm, Moko. I'm talking about Moko. This ain't no tattoo, essence to our skin and. Right on the outside and walk without two partners side by side. Lost on our mood. there's no respect. I'm witnessing the death of our culture. This generation's fiber is being destroyed not going to lose steeper than the skin i just wanna carry my fuck up proper no matter what country i'm in i'm talking about moko about moko i'm talking about moko The and no tattoo essence to our skin Without giving in. we wear our pride on the outside and walk without two not side by side. Oh, 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 The chisel controls you, the tools of our ancestors need a call from you, the lord of our being is dying without our elder. things need to change, if we're to return to a golden age, I'm talking about Moko No Mopo. Talking about moco, cool. this ain't no tattoo Listen to our skin and be with it, We wear our pride on the outside And walk with us on the side by side